This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, with me as always are Barnabas. Hey Dave, wake up. And Dave. <laughs> chicken Dave? Chicken Dave. Chicken Dave. Chicken Dave. Should we get Dave. background on Chicken Dave or should we just leave it at Chicken Dave and move on with no, no context? No, 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 there's some context. <laughs> and now, now it's Chicken Dave. Chicken, I don't know which one's worse. Uh, I mean, uh. but... But because Chicken Dave may not be around by the <laughs> time we release this, because yeah. of yeah, Raccoon yeah. Barnabas. <laughs> okay, That's so right. context: right. uh, former guest and uh, super fan of this podcast, Scarlett yep. Hiltabidal and her family, friend of the podcast, very much a friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. yes. and her family got baby chickens and baby ducks and named one of the baby chickens, which is a female, by the way. Uh, Dave Schrader. So Chicken chicken Dave Schrader is a tiny yellow ball of feathers who may or may not survive to the release of this podcast and is also he, not male. He's not. I mean, he, he he looks really cute, though. I mean, he does. Well, At least you know, today. He's alive at the moment. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that's that. True. And so, so, so we asked the question, we asked the question of our, um, our listeners who follow us on Twitter. Um, what is a better nickname for Dave? Is uh, is it Cat Lady Dave? He did a stupid poll. <laughs> I did a great I mean, poll. It was it was excellent. It was a proper data sample size. We yep. had the strong responses. We did. We did. Um, so it's definitive. It is definitive. Um, so we they had to choose between Cat Lady Dave, uh, Chicken Dave. And Dave the Duck for alliteration, um, just for fun. <laughs> just for alliteration. Just for but alliteration. There was the duck named after me. No, the duck Charlotte was not. No, but if but form. if that had won, I suppose they could have swapped names and chicken. They could have. They Dave the wouldn't, chicken. They would know Dave any different anyway. All right, but also the they listener, might not be alive. But the listeners get on, listeners, with, it. Get on <laughs> but, with it. But the listeners have it. Had it. They've decided. Cat Lady Dave. I hate this podcast. <laughs> But the rest of us love it <laughs> so much. I'm really happy so that Cat much. Lady Dave's stuck. I think it suits you better. Also, it's I'm more old. certain to last until you're old. So, I, you know, I, uh, I, I've had this cold. So yes, it, it sounds like I'm snorting a banned substance right now, and it usually does because of my terrible nose. But, uh, but Sawyer, one of my cats, he sleeps by my head right now, and he's. It's, it's Cat awesome. Lady Dave. He's not. <laughs> I, he, I'd like that you're like one of my cats. Yes. I mean, they, they're just the context of, of this. I have three and they're all awesome. One piece on my you. clothing and <laughs> on me. That, it does smell okay, a little I funny I don't love in here. that one as much. I, I will admit that. Yeah, love is very conditional among the cats and that one not as much. Um, yeah, there you go. So, all right. Have we yeah. made it to six minutes of banter yet is the question, because that was the other no, criticism uh, we got. We're getting there. We're getting no, there. We're, we're, at, uh, we're at about four minutes, but you know what? Let's, uh, let's we can wrap do this, that guys. Let, no, no, no. We, we, no. Let's segue on to the most prepared we have ever been for That's a right, podcast. That's right, guys. We, yeah, which is amazing. We decided we needed to take our, uh, our part-time non-paying job seriously. Absolutely. And we had a list of things that we needed to talk about. One of us actually prepared for it. That would be Dave because he made the list. I made the list. I, I did I did some preparation after Dave did most of the preparation. That's true. That's true. I did a little bit too. 
But uh, it was at about 10 o'clock at night last night. Yeah. Dave sent the email on Saturday. As one I does did. with a part-time unpaying job. Absolutely. No, I sent it on Friday, didn't I? I sent it Friday. I have no was idea what Saturday? day it was. Uh, Saturday would be pretty Was it Saturday? For what, yeah, I can't remember. It was Friday? Okay, oh, it was Friday. Oh, thank you. There's someone yeah. There's someone. There's a, there's a um, there's someone off to our side who <laughs> yeah. you can hear laughing now. Absolutely. Um, who is noting that I'm correct. So thank you. Um, and that leads us to introduce our friend, Janae White. <laughs> Hey guys, how are you? I am good. Thanks for having me here. For sure. Thanks for so putting fun. up with this this bunch Welcome. of jokers on uh, on a lovely afternoon. Yeah, condolences. You know, it's a fun way to spend the afternoon. Absolutely. Yeah. So, <laughs> Dave's loving it. I know. I know this is great. He's, he's like, like for sure. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be bleeping that yeah, out in the Thank edit. You. So, <laughs> but you just commented on it. You gonna bleep all of this out? No, I leave no. the comment okay, about bleeping it out. All right. This is what happens if you listen to the podcast oh, and, and boosted our our views. I seriously do have a cold. All right? I, Gosh, <laughs> Cat Lady Dave, um, Dave. Janae White. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Janae. Uh, so yeah, we had a little uh, pre episode banter because Janae. We basically said Janae, you can make fun of any of us. She's like. Well, I don't know if I can make fun of Dave because I report to Dave at work. Dave is and my boss. Yes, Correct. but here's the deal. Like, no, I've given full permission. This is a separation. <laughs> you can make fun of uh, my my lack of hairline. You can make fun of my my abundance of cats at the house. What else? Any? I mean, I'm, I'm open game. Just go. Okay. Just go say, well. you know, it's really any of you to that say that. That people can make fun of your hair—that's that's like an untouchable right. thing. For like, it's untouchable it's because untouchable it's not, it's not there. It's not yeah. really there. It's just kind of slowly disappearing. And I, you know, I, I mean, we I, make fun of my lack of beard. That's I, know, I, I can't make fun of that one. That's true. That's well, true. Well, yeah, now Dave's neither can I did. beard. Yeah, but Dave is capable of growing facial hair. I don't know. Also, so. podcasts don't exist in the real world, so anything that happens in a podcast studio, anything that is said, doesn't actually exist. So I did. Hmm. This I, is not the real world. Will that, no. will that stand so up in a court of law? It is will. Like, It'll okay. stand up in a court of, like of a human layer, resources as well. Oh, like okay. a layer in Inception we can go into That's right. every now this and then. This is the podcast like layer in Inception. It's okay. the dream within a dream. This is your Christopher mm, Nolan yeah. world that we're going to kind of oh, hang good. out in for a while. So when I, when I co-hosted okay. a podcast with Todd Adkins, who was my boss at the time, uh, I made okay, fun of him every single every single episode, and he, he did not fire me because he was well aware that he was a ready target. Yeah. So, yeah, but to be really. fair, you made fun of him every single day outside of the podcast studio too. That's true. So maybe the maybe it does exist outside, or maybe there was just a melding of worlds. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, it's that's safe that's to make fun of collided. Dave. So. Moral of the story: Make fun thing. of Dave. It's, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Absolutely. So. But Janae is our senior publicist at B&H, so uh, Janae has been here for, I'm just saying, many years now. Many I mean, years. I know. Many it's of more three than years. two. It's, That's right. right. It's, it's more than one. On many three. years. When she, <laughs> if you, you survive as a publicist for more than two years... That's many. Okay. That's true. That's, That's true. You, That's you may many. actually be one of the senior most publish, um, publicity pre- people in... Uh, in all of book publishing. Uh, Christian publishing. Christian dumb. book publishing. Def- yes. One dumb. of the only ones at Lifeway. I thought that's... <laughs> I'm yeah, the yeah, still yeah. most senior. That's very true. And true. still the only she's, one. She's, but, you know, the yes. senior the senior part helps. The senior, the senior, senior amongst, right. amongst one. <laughs> amongst I'm many. still my own associate, <laughs> assistant publicist, junior publicist, you know. And intern. Absolutely. And assistant and to intern. the publicist. Yeah. So, yes. you know. <laughs> you were the Dwight Schrute and the Michael Scott. Yeah. Who will be my own assistant. That's right. But always the dream. In every... Uh, you know, in every office, you know, uh, well, I would just say this. Uh, first, you know, we, uh, we, we, we've talked about it before. We, uh, Life, we run a book site called books.life.com. It's really fun. And oh, we, we do? 
We do. Oh, good. Yes, we do. Oh, oh good. Oh, oh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We do. And uh, we write lots of, uh, we talk about things on there. Many, you guys have both written posts. Thank you. I did. Dave um, has written posts. You did. You wrote a post. Oh, good. You did. You wrote one in January. <laughs> awesome. Well, you wrote it like in early it. December, wow. but we oh, published fantastic. it in January. It was Hooray. great. Thank you. <laughs> um, and Barnabas has published handful as well. Um, but, uh, you know, we do brainstorms every now and then. And I know Janae is like, her hand just keeps going up. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. And we're brainstorming different, you know, At articles. At this point, right I'm out. like not even going to suggest Enneagram. it because I'll Enneagram. be made fun of. Enneagram. Enneagram. I, I'll, I'll write about the Enneagram. You know, she did not at all. Dave actually things, suggested it. So all those years of talking about the Enneagram has finally worked. So every oh. office has that person. All right. All right. So that Dave, Dave, did she wear you down or were you like, were you like, no. fine, fine, no. just do it. I know as, as, as a good leader, I am to capitalize on the passion and enthusiasm <laughs> of, of the team. You know, you, know, the best, Janae, you know, the best leaders <laughs> tell you about how good a leader they are, too. <laughs> Only the best. <laughs> Only we, the best. Didn't we well, how else are they going to know? I mean, shoot, Jesus did that. Absolutely. He said, I'm the didn't good we, shepherd. So, like, he, didn't, didn't he set the example for the rest of us. Well done. I think that's how that works. That's a well-timed wow, Jesus juke. Excellent. Cat lady Dave to Jesus in uh, That's Yes, wow. you followed that. Okay. Bad and now her, you got me referring to myself as Cat Lady Dave. I mean, this is, <laughs> that's I feel all, that's crap. almost as efficient as trying to get everyone on with the Enneagram. It's my new third person right there. Oh my gosh. All right. So, didn't uh, take long at all. This, this my, my is going to be a very, we planned on this. This is a very intentional podcast here. Can't you uh, tell? Absolutely. Uh, no, but uh, but no, J- uh, no. We suggested J- Janae she should write a post about the Enneagram and relate it to books. Mm-hmm. Now you added in all the ideas of like what it should be, mm-hmm. but long story short, and we will put this in the show notes. It is a great article. Yeah. but it has been the most read uh, article of 2019 so far, which is great. So shout out to readers. my parents for sharing it on Facebook and all of their friends sharing it. All, uh, if you're I listening, mean, thank if you. you. Man, <laughs> parents on Facebook is a powerful force. Nothing, right. nothing like so much. That's just very much like a multi-level marketing scheme approach. <laughs> it's like you know, we, you we tell two friends, they tell two friends, now, and then they tell your, theirs. Uh, church actually so announced so this this yes. uh, from the pulpit. The pastor of my home church announced my article from the pulpit and put my picture up. That's amazing. If you do a heat map, I was very surprised when I got that. It <laughs> was a text message that morning. So, Paducah is the epicenter of success <laughs> yeah. for this Enneagram right. article. We yeah, have tapped nice. into the Paducah market. Nice. For They're hungry this. for the Enneagram. That's right. They're going to be waiting Kentucky. for more Lifeway Books articles. Oh, man. I'm going to refrain Probably from Kentucky Enneagram, jokes but. right now. But uh, anyway. Thank you so much. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I have to geez. I have to drive to Kentucky in a, in about a week. Okay, so. Kentucky's we not so do. terrible. Yeah. You're probably only driving we through. We all do. No, that's driving through, but I'm actually driving to. Oh, okay. Where gotcha. are you going? I'm going to Berea. Oh. Yeah, by the time. There. Yeah, what's that? I think there's a Berea college there. Oh, Some of my friends went to. Interesting. I am Very party small. time. Man, speaking of a tiny tiny retreat weekend thing. Oh. So, fun. it'll be fun. Wild it'll already have happened by the time this this episode airs, but So, I'm sure it'll have gone well. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It'll be great. I'm just going to do a live episode of Malcontents without anyone oh, else there. Without them. Yourself. We should take the show on the road. We should. Maybe we should. should. I think you should take we it are to Paducah. We're going to take the show. Huge, huge, huge listener live base. Big listener live base. In <laughs> Once we I know share it, if I do, we'll see. Yes. yes. <laughs> so you share this episode? Huge oh in Paducah. It's That's gonna right. blow up. Yeah. That's right. By the way, there is expectation that um, your your pastor gets in the pulpit again and oh, man. touts this podcast. Now there is. Now, 
you may have to educate some people what a podcast is, uh, but, <laughs> okay. but I'm okay. just saying like any church needs to do that. But still, We do have uh, the internet in Paducah. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. We have you know, the podcast good, app. Thank you. That's a good way to throw that back to me, but that's a very appropriate, like, Thank hey, you, listen, Dave. boss. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for that feedback on my, my joke. Good sarcasm. It made me Gosh. feel uh, belittled back in you. I appreciate that. That's, it was a reference to a previous conversation. That seems to work well. That's yeah, good. That's absolutely. good. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> See, she looks fine. Yep. She gets humor. <laughs> what are we supposed to talk about? Why are we here? Why are we here? What are we Dave, doing, Dave? Right, so <laughs> you're not proving yourself being very well organized no, right I now. No, I am organized. So okay. every office has their resident expert on Enneagram. And Janae is essentially definitely within B&H, arguably within all of Lifeway as well. Because There's you a lot of us that love up. Enneagram at Lifeway, though. That's true. But, so I've but, discovered. but you're the one I know. So, That's you know, true. That, that I'm, makes you a which makes you, right the, which yeah. makes you the most important. You are That's right. Thank you. You're, Thank you, the, you're the one that works with him. So therefore. There you go. Absolutely. I report to him. So. And, uh, and yeah, so, you know, in our office, we've all kind of, you know, at least have assessed which, uh, which number we are. And Janae is going to, as a resident expert, is going to walk mm. us through what the Enneagram is. Yes. And what types of personalities are out there, right? Yes. Um, so this is a two-part uh, series we're doing, correct? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah. If not, we might be lying mm. on this episode because we're not cutting that we're, out. We wouldn't be the okay. first time. All right, we're yeah. going to see. So this may you be a two-part. You need to cut me out of the next one. Just, just no, 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 it's fine. This is good. This no, is no the only person we'll cut out is Dave. As I say, Dave is earning his way right out of the next episode with this this S show. Let's go, Dave. Get this thing going. The best thing I can do right now is turn it over to Janae. Janae, why don't you walk us through the Enneagram, and okay. uh, and, and we will insert a color commentary. In okay. There. Feel free to jump in at any time. Oh, good. Oh, we will. Not like I have to give you permission. No, you're going to. It's gonna, your show. No, please. Super please. excited to do that. Okay. So, for those of you that don't know, the Enneagram is an ancient personality typing system. It has um, nine numbers, and it. some people might think it's similar um, to the StrengthsFinder or other popular um, personality types, but the ways that it's different is that it kind of goes more into the internal side of a person and what... Um, their core fears, their core motivations, and it takes into account a lot of different aspects besides just their external personality traits. So it, yes. Question. <laughs> you so, already have your hand raised. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wow, well, you haven't even gotten very the far. Yeah. Wait a minute here. Is, wait is a this minute. how we're asking wait questions? A okay. Hold on, hold on. So by oh, ancient, <laughs> do you mean like 1987? Supposedly. Or? Now, I, clearly, I didn't do my research well enough. I can do a very quick Google search. It's hundreds Ooh. of years old. Oh, predates and a, and all of the others by a lot. I can I can reference my book here. Oh. Let me open to, it. Feel free to Your make book. Feel free to make well, not like, my book. Let me like make origins in the Middle Ages. Okay, making up things. Okay, there we go. There we go. It it supposedly has origins in like in the Middle Ages, hmm. and there you go. Do we have Do we have document documentation? Proving? Uh, do we well, personally know? I, mean, I, I did not bring the documentation. <laughs> okay. What, is there a what, footnote? What, what on book that? are you referring to right now? I hey, Aaron, stop being such a dang five and shut your yap and let Janae talk. <laughs> Nobody came here to listen to you okay. research stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. For clarity, the book I was talking about was The Road Back to You. Um, an Enneagram Journey to Self-Discovery. Aaron, do you have anything else to say before I continue? No, 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 no. Don't give him any more opportunities. I haven't even gotten to his number yet. Okay, okay, okay. So the Enneagram is so ancient, as we've discovered, but we don't know what year it predates to, but I'll look that up once you guys start talking. 
So the, <laughs> the, the nine, the Enneagram is composed of nine types and people, the Enneagram experts say that, and by the way, I should say, I am not an Enneagram expert. I should give like a legal disclaimer. No, there are levels a, of expertise. You're a resident, resident expert. I have no license okay. or anything, That's but I love it. So, and I've read this book. Um, so the nine types are, um, number one is called the reformer or the perfectionist. These are your really rational, um, idealistic people that are very principled. They have a mm. really, really strong sense of right or wrong. And they kind of have this um, perfectionist vein in them that they really have um, a strong desire to see things improved or perfected because mm-hmm. they have this inner drive to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So their basic fear is of being corrupt or evil. And their basic desire is to be good, to have integrity, um, and to be balanced. So... An immature version of this number. So the Enneagram, like I said, kind of takes mm-hmm. into account levels of personality within each number, which is something that I think is helpful that other personality types don't do. But um, reformers or perfectionists can be kind of your leaders, your executives in society, but they're also the people that are probably most likely to correct you if you say something wrong or do something wrong. And it's not because they are just trying to Wait, <laughs> correct are you. you. Are you saying that the <laughs> that the number one is the well actually guy? It could be. There could be many, well, okay. actually, people okay. for different reasons because the Enneagram is not as much about, like, the outer characteristics right. but about the inner. So you could have a well, actually, guy that's a five but also a one. Oh, okay. But ones are probably going to say that because it really the bothers yet, them we, yeah. if there's something wrong. <laughs> well, they want to kind of how that it. is. You can act a certain way, which makes you a number versus your standard number. Explain yeah. kind of how it is. Yeah. Well, the Enneagram says that um, people can have the same actions or external personality traits or ways of communicating, but they come at it from, everyone comes at it from different fears and motivations. So the Enneagram is less about um, how you communicate, how you act, but more about what's driving you inside. So other personality traits or personality typing systems might are really taking more into account, okay, this person's an extrovert or introvert, or they see things more through their feelings or their ration, rationale mm-hmm. side. So that's different about the Enneagram. Gotcha. Okay. Next, number two is the helper. Um, These are really caring, interpersonal, generous people. Um, They really love to help other people and love to meet other people's needs. So they're just great people um, that are serving in a lot of aspects of society and okay being not in the front lines, but being kind of behind the scenes supporting people. I like these people. These are just great great people. They're great to have on your team. (laughs) That's That's true. I've got two. uh, Two, three. I've got three and it's amazing. You have three twos? Three twos. Nice. Two, but not two threes. Three two wing threes. <laughs> Dave has a lot of threes yeah. on his team, as we'll get to in a moment. I just get bossed around all the time. Um, I, uh, my, my wife is number two. She's awesome. Okay. So there you go. Um, so the basic fear of a two is of being unwanted, unworthy, of being loved. Um, and their basic desire is to feel loved, which some of these basic fears and desires, like we all have some of, but these are the really driving Until you get to the eight, ones. and then you're like, no, they don't want to be loved. They just want to stomp on everybody. That's what they do. <laughs> Cool. cool. What, happens when right. they, what happens when they lose it? <laughs> How do they express a temper tantrum? Exactly. And an unhealthy version of a two are people, um, sometimes they, if their um, need to be needed or their mm-hmm. need to serve other people is taken to an extreme, it can be used kind of manipulatively, or they just want to mm-hmm. serve people when they're not even asked to because they want to be needed by mm-hmm. others. That's where they find their value, but that's mm-hmm. kind of a lie they believe. That's mm-hmm. where their value is. Okay. It sounds like the mom the mom figure who keeps showing up and being like passive aggressively insisting on helping you quote yeah. unquote like helping at school you events too there's those the same deal yeah, yeah. at work 
Yes. Yeah. Work. <laughs> do, you have, like, do you have a work mom? I'm like, thankfully, so I don't think things. I do. <laughs> that's, that's well, healthy. fun fact about that, too. I've heard discussed on a podcast before that a lot of Christian women, um, they mistypes themselves as a two because they think it's kind of what they have to be if they're a wife or a mom. Sure. Um, oh, and that's so sad. all of these characteristics can be learned. Like if you're that job, mm-hmm. if you have that job or a certain role that mm-hmm. requires that, well, then that's how you're going to act. Um, but. I've just heard people talk about how funny it is, but how real it is that, especially in a lot of our church cultures, this yeah. is what women think they have to be. But they're not so all women are twos. Is this the Proverbs thirty-one woman? Maybe like, that's that what people think. If you have bad hermeneutics, yes, yes, it's like a Proverbs thirty-one stereotype, <laughs> even if that's not what it actually is. It's the Proverbs thirty-one woman in the same way that Cat Lady Dave is Jesus. So, <laughs> yes. Next, type three. Cool, type three. Keep going. Moving right along. Keep going. Okay, type three, that is your performer or achiever. Um, They are self-assured, very um, highly achiever-driven people. They're really good at adapting to different situations and reading a room or reading people and figuring out what side of themselves they need to show in order to kind of succeed or do well in a situation. Um, So healthy threes know who they are and know what their worth is and can get a lot done. But unhealthy Mm -hmm. threes can be way too workaholic, achievement-focused, or they lose their sense of who they are because they've adapted to so many different situations that they're like, well, who am I really? This is how I am at work. This is how I am here. But See, I I've thought I was a three right up until workaholic. Mm. Never been you're, an issue you're, you're of mine. Anything, <laughs> anything but. Meanwhile, that has no, been I, a I consistent love, issue for me. I love to not work, so clearly not a problem. <laughs> Maybe you can live without workahol? Wait, you What's mean, that? You can live without workahol? Uh, yeah, that's good. I'm a, I'm a, good. I'm a workaholic <laughs> teetotaler. Bare, bare, <laughs> come on, bare minimum Barnabas. <laughs> oh, we, look, you can't just make any name, nickname sorry. stick. Some of them are. Sorry, that was too Baptist. Uh, <laughs> you're disqualified. Also, oh. you could be a healthy three that in stress you go to a nine because nines, like in stress, you take on. Um, more of the unhealthy versions of a nine. So if I'm stre- I'm a three, and if I'm stressed out, I don't work more. I just want to shut down and quit mm. and zone out. So I don't have as much trouble. Like I th- hopefully in a so healthy space, may, you're well, not going to be. A, wait a minute. Maybe I just want to shut down. I'm so confused now. <laughs> but if you're, <laughs> you're healthy, so stressed out, part of number nine. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and then if you're healthy, you're a six, and you don't have that workaholic tendency. So I don't, I don't who think knows? Right. To be Hopefully determined. All right. TBD. All right. <laughs> TBD. Okay. I like okay. I Keep forgot going. to say the basic fear and desire. So oh, fear yes, yes, yes. is a being worthless um, and desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. Okay. Mm, right. And the basic fear is connected to what they do because threes believe the lie that they are what they do. So mm. Ooh, we, just talked about, we just <laughs> talked about that. On wow. a, uh, <laughs> Am I in therapy? Like, what's happening? Good. This is going to be okay. No, yes, we did an episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not episode. what I do. Yeah. Yeah. We, did so we, we just learned that we have a book coming out from B&H called Yes, Daniel and You book. Are What You Do and Six I'm Other so Lies. I'm so excited about that book. About, what is it, life, work, and love, work, life, and love? Other myths that you believed something? about yes. work or something? Yeah, lies, lies. Lies. Okay. Yeah, okay. but Daniel M. Oh. Also, myth, also a three. Edit that out, please. <laughs> okay. Daniel M. was also no, a self, we're, self-identified we're okay three. Yeah, so. We're okay with it being wrong. Yeah. So. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, type four is the individualist, and they're the sensitive, introspective types that are a lot of times creatives. Um, they feel a lot of feelings. Um, they're very self-aware. They're pretty individualistic, which means sometimes they might love the Enneagram, and sometimes they might hate it because they don't like the th- that they're categorized. I've only met fours who love the Enneagram. 
Hmm. So you're saying there's some that don't like it, like yeah, because, some because that they say, don't like being put in a box. Yeah, they would mm-hmm. say that this doesn't even describe them because I'm so different than that. Mm-hmm. They would say they can't be put into this don't box. Don't put me on it. They're the hipsters. Don't put. I was gonna say. Yeah. I think They're the entirety of creative. East Nashville. Yes. I think the entirety of East Nashville is one big four. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody is unique in their all, own all of unique. But if everyone's all unique, the no one United is. States is yeah. a four as well. Okay. Good to, good to yeah, because did you see in the list that you sent around, which, sorry, I'm sure we'll get to this later, but we'll get there. there were different um, cultural aura of, like, the U.S. Parts is a country, three, yep. but then there was another country that culturally they're more of a four. I think it was France, maybe. That I'm sounds sure right. We'll yeah, that. that I'm guessing Canada would be a nine. Sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> or yeah. a six. I love No, a nine, passive, aggressive, and shuts down. Applying the personalities to countries. Yeah, yeah. there were some fun little surprises on that yeah. list. Yeah, I bet, I bet. All okay, right. so the basic okay. fear of a four is that they have no identity or personal significance. Um, the basic desire is to Aww, find themselves and their significance. Yeah. Man, give them a hug. Give this your, goes give deep, your guys. four a hug. Not in a weird she way. She does not Just like hugs. No, no, I, I, I wouldn't. And do I would that. assign, uh, I would assign someone else to get to give a hug to. I think that's why. To what are you talking about? Oh. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, we're Just not here. naming people. Yeah. We can casually. We're gossiping without names, really. Good. That's what this no, boils it's down all, to. It's no, not no, negative. No, it's no, just no. the fact that like, this is how they operate and yeah. it's who they are. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Okay. Number five. So number five is the investigator. Um, they're the more intense cerebral types. They're perceptive. They're innovative. <laughs> Secretive. I'm just reading what's here. Okay. I'm just pointing at Aaron. And isolated. <laughs> it doesn't show up very well in audio, but I'm pointing at Aaron. <laughs> but they're alert, insightful, and curious. Mm. There you go. So they're able to con- concentrate really well. They're able to break down big ideas. They're always thinking, seeking new mm-hmm. knowledge and wisdom. Um, sometimes because of that, they can c- get so wrapped up in their own heads that they can become isolated from the world. But um, their basic fear is of being useless, helpless, or incapable. And their basic desire mm. is to be capable and competent. I feel so known right now. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that was, that was right on the nose. We just, we just stripped yep. you down, there man. You there yeah. you go. I feel, feel like exposed. you know you found your Enneagram it. type when you either read it or you hear it and mm-hmm. you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm humiliated or so mm-hmm. embarrassed to see that on a page or like to hear I it. I because told you, I told it's like I that's filled. part I can't I couldn't even describe that about myself before. Yeah. I didn't even have the language to know what mm-hmm. I felt. Yes. You, I credit you. You're the one who introduced me to Enneagram, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd seen it vaguely out there, um, but I just felt bad after. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a couple know, years I'm ago, like, you didn't want to go back to it for a while because you were like, "That was I too real." Like, I feel bad about myself. Yeah. I've heard a couple people say that. Yeah, <laughs> if you're not sure which type you are, the one that makes you the most uncomfortable is probably you. Yeah. They're like the one <laughs> that you're like, "Oh no, not that. Yeah. That might yes. that might be you." That's how you know. All Although right. I didn't think that was a terribly negative description, Aaron. I just thought it was no. a description. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I feel exposed because I feel exposed. So You're very definitively a five. You already knew that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was okay. Yeah, I, knew. I knew. Good times. Good. Yep. You've already come to terms with yourself. That's good. I'm usually com- I'm comfortable with who I am. Good job. I've good. embraced the me. You're a healthy five. You're I've embraced the me five. that I want to be or something like that. There you go. Did I already say the fear and desires? I think so. No, I think That's so, why yeah. you felt I, so exposed. Yeah, something yes, like that. Your basic fear. Once, once you named casual. his fears, he was like, ah. <laughs> he that, almost, that almost felt like feelings. That oh, was uncomfortable. Well, I was like, oh, crap. What did I do today? <laughs> yep. All right. Six. The loyalist. Oh, there we go. 
Um, loyalists are committed. They're security oriented. They're the type of people that are always thinking about kind of worst case scenarios if they're a little bit unhealthy. But but they're people you want to have around because they have an escape plan. They know what they would do in all these situations because they've worried about it. Um, their basic fear is of being without support and guidance. And their basic desire is to have security and support. Um, mm. So they're great troubleshooters. I probably said too much negative a moment do we, ago. Do we, about them, <laughs> do we give them a hug? But I mean, we can give them a hug. Are we hug. allowed to with with HR's permission? Side hug. Side hug. <laughs> a Christian side Christian hug. Christian side hug. If you really, want, if you really want to mess with their heads, you give them like the Would You Rather books. <laughs> <laughs> and just create yeah. scenarios for them to panic over. But they probably already imagined some of them. They're like, so oh, I have an answer prepared. to this one. I have an yeah. answer to all of these. Yeah. I wrote this. Yeah. But they're really stable. They're self-reliant. They respect authority, good team players. I have to say all that positive stuff, too. You know. Um, number seven. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> glad that, glad that, we got that, that out of the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're fine. They're great people. They're, they're great. all great. Isn't, um, six, like, isn't six the most common just amongst mm-hmm. yes. society I've in general? I've read that somewhere. Yeah, I think he says it in the book. Ian Crun says Which it one is the book. rarest? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they said that. But they just said six is a really common yeah. way of – I mean, it's just oh. like a really, really common type Yes. I am going to, I'm going to have to find out after the show. What's the rarest? What's the rarest? Mm. I need to know. I need to know. And he's going to go, he's going to go all five That's on right. It. He's <laughs> seeking knowledge and insight about this. Okay. Indiana, While he go. does that, I'll go on to the seven. That's good. Um, the enthusiast. They are busy, variety seeking types. They're spontaneous. They're super fun. You can probably think of a seven almost immediately because they just have like big, fun, happy personalities. They try to avoid pain at all costs, which is a weakness, but um, they're avoid very positive. Pain? pain. Oh. Yeah. So they Like deflecting. Like, yeah. They want to deflect or push it down. They're the types who laugh um, at a funeral and things like that. They're just like the life of the party people. They'll be doing like crazy things. They'll be skydiving one day and then doing something else the next day. Are and, they always extroverted? Um, I don't know if you can say always. I would think so Seems because like they're it. people, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still might recharge some from being alone. Sevens would be extroverted most of the time in the same way that fives would usually be introverted. I don't know if they necessarily have to be, sure. but just in terms of their approach yeah. to the world. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so they're joyous Good. people. Their basic fear is of being deprived and in pain. So that's why they're always trying to avoid situations where they have to deal with pain. Um, their basic desire is to be satisfied and content, which is why they're kind of always like happiness seeking in all the activities they do and to have their needs fulfilled. Um, all right. Challengers, type eight. These are... The eight hole, as they call them. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and by them, I mean us. Ah. These are powerful, dominating types. They're very self-confident. They're decisive. They make great leaders. They're willful and they're confrontational. They don't love being wrong. So they could also be your um, people that are correcting, but more from a personal sense and not just from an um, objective right or wrong place. So again, they're coming from that same mm-hmm. um, outer action or way of communicating, but from different places. Um, so they're very assertive. They're protective. They really um, have a, an ability to see injustice happening, and they want to stand up for the underdog. Mm-hmm. So their basic fear is of being harmed or controlled by others, and their basic desire is to protect themselves yeah, and be in control do. of their life. <laughs> I'm not. No. I'm just trying to make peace, All right, man. nine. Mm. All right, real. peacemaker, All right. speaking of making peace. 
Come on, Dave. Uh, Peace, love, and understanding, <laughs> Dave. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I need to, uh, yeah, yeah, good times. So the, like, give me more editing to do. <laughs> I'm just going to mute right. Dave he's, going he's five. He can focus. <laughs> so the peacemaker is our last type, number nine. They are very easygoing. They're receptive. They're reassuring. Um, they can be complacent, but... Okay, I wish you could see Dave's reactions to this. <laughs> he, um, he literally shrugged his shoulders at complacent. He's like, eh. I could say he's something like, like really mean. He's, he's like, like yeah, oh, it's okay yeah, if that's what keeps right. you happy. That's You're not wrong. Exactly. You, you do you. <laughs> you do you, Janae. I support you. <laughs> it's okay. I have a lot of nines in my yeah. life. My sister, my best friend's a nine. Um, and he's like, she, I take advantage of all the nines. <laughs> <laughs> they're great people to have around. Uh, You're so supportive, yeah, and they really are. Hanging out with nines is the yes best. Whenever you ask me, that's right. It's <laughs> so weird. But they're very embracing. They want to seek harmony between people. They're great at connecting people and lifting them up because they don't have to be in the center of detention. Um, their basic fear is of loss and separation, and their basic desire is to have inner stability and peace of mind. Mm. How does that sound, Dave? Right like a warm blanket. Mm. <laughs> Dave's greatest Aaron fear is of losing his Dave cats. Is, <laughs> <laughs> Dave is happy and at peace. <laughs> Do not bring that up. <laughs> well, he keeps the cats on his pillow. That's that right. was wow. good. So that there was you very have helpful. It. Yeah. So I know, and, and I've heard you do versions of this before. <laughs> oh, explain it. And this uh, is very thorough. Um, we will post. Uh, this article, as well as any diagram that's helpful to on yeah. here, which is that great. is not a pentagram. It's just an enneagram diagram, just right. for there all the readers. Just because it looks a lot like one and has this, the syllable gram in it, not related yeah. to the slides. That's right. Yeah. Don't be confused okay. now. Oh, well, that reassured me. I was while you were talking, I was doing all that research. That's so, right. You're probably um, reacting to my Facebook post about the enneagram oh, article. Absolutely, absolutely. I uh, <laughs> I have a he actually he actually well actually your post. That's what he did. Oh, of course I did. Well, <laughs> okay. Of course I did. Good. But I do have an answer to the question of which apparently is the rarest type. Oh, good. Wow. Apparently, it is a four. Okay. The four is apparently the rarest. Is that because they reject being categorized into a four? So they're Probably because you don't meet a lot of them because they're introverts and they stay in. I wonder. I wonder if uh, but, being but in a place like music and art. I was gonna say. I wonder That's if being in a place like Nashville that is sort of a commune of creative people has drawn an inordinate number of fours because well that that would I feel like be... you swing a dead cat in any direction you're gonna smack a four. <laughs> you know, Swinging dead cats, and there are more than one way to skin a cat. Like, can we really? You know? It was not very. A four would not use that. No, uh, yeah. that no but I'm not, not a four. Exactly. No. I'm, exactly. I'm clearly lady. not. Yes, and I'm also yes. not a cat lady or a cat person or anything. True. I also borrowed that from Ted Clark because yes. he likes to use the phrase "swing a dead cat." So, well, I appreciate you're also really not a you're also not a joke plagiarist, and I appreciate. No, that, I will so. not. No, that well that, done. That will not stand. Well done. One thing I can say about all the types that we don't have to get into, but that is just like the basic overview. But the Enneagram also has, again, the levels of maturity, and then it also has wings. And this is where it can kind of get confusing Mm. if you're just delving into the Enneagram. If you weren't confused already. (laughs) If you weren't already confused. So my test came out like that I'm like a a five wing purple. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. I don't think you took what a real test. What test were you taking? <laughs> yeah, also, think, you're not supposed to take tests. Well, the Enneagram kind of experts slash like mm. snobs. 
not talking about I anyone in particular. They say you shouldn't take a test because only you can diagnose what's going on inside. You be you. You be you. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That sounds like something a four would say. Oh, yeah, sounds gosh. about right. <laughs> the tests are helpful four. in getting in getting a uh, like a it's kind of a framework of how to think about it because yeah, there's one that the Enneagram Institute which is a real thing yes and that's out. what I reference in my article right I like and that. so they mm-hmm. it'll it'll basically break out your types like most likely to least likely like sort of which answers represent you so mm-hmm. that's helpful in at least getting a start on understanding that's true it's just not the final answer right um, and then other and one other thing when you're looking at that Enneagram diagram is that each number has those arrows pointing in different directions, yes. and those are your stress and security numbers. So the Enneagram says that in stress you move, you take on characteristics of another number, um, and then in when you're feeling secure and healthy, you take on characteristics of another number. So that's what if you look online or in the show notes, that's what those arrows mean. Um, so some of them might form a triangle, like the three, six, and nines are all together. So Dave, um, I think when you're feeling secure, you might move more towards my number, but when I'm in stress, I move towards yours. So that's Thank all you. stuff that like, so you. Dave, if you're just getting into so it, So really what we just necessary. came down to is when Dave is at his best, he's a lot like Janae. When Janae is at her worst, she's a lot like Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's there what I go. just heard. I don't want to come out go. and say oh, it, but you absolutely translation. Heard that right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> No, but with the one who's at the exact center of the uh, of the nine options, because of fun. who's oh the five the five oh mathematically speaking yeah like, okay. exactly this isn't a Such math a five equation to bring out math. it's a, it's like a <laughs> circle okay it's numbers it's therefore it's math <laughs> oh yeah well <laughs> good know. lord how do you argue with a five. Uh. Of a, it's a tough place to you be. just insult <laughs> them and move on. I don't know. I don't know what to do with well, that. What else is new? That's what you do anyway. Uh, yes, true. that's true. Oh, very okay, true. so yeah, you know what Dave's true. type is, though. What are you, and you're a five, so Barnabas. I'm pretty what sure. Resonates I'm, with I'm pretty you? sure I'm an eight. Yeah. Okay. That's the, pretty sure I'm an eight. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I I think at like up through college I would have res- resonated much more with a three, especially these sort of like showing different faces to different rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, more of an eight now. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're probably wondering, we haven't really even talked about books on this episode. <laughs> no, we're like 40 minutes in and we haven't. We talked yeah. about the life we, right? we talked <laughs> about the road back no. to you. That's yeah, right. That's true. We no, talked about two books I'm so saying far. There, there, there's, a, there's a point to this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other than the mentions of it. First of all, Janae in the Post did recommend a, a handful of books for each type that right. are Hey, this would be helpful for you to address. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Janae is a book publicist, absolutely. which means that's, that's, that's another tie into to books. That's right. Yes. And I discovered the Enneagram because of a books conference that I was at. So I was at, mm. I think, a little over two years ago. Um, all the Christian publishers have this professional development conference. And I went to a seminar on using podcasts to market books. And it was before, right before The Road Back to You came out. And the publishing team from that publishing house was doing this seminar. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't know anything about the Enneagram. Yeah. Podcasts were a little bit newer um, on my radar for using them in my job with helping authors. So mm-hmm. that's how I discovered it. Yeah, there through you go. books. Absolutely. There you go. Well, well again, there, here there, we uh, are. Uh, yes. <laughs> and here we are today. <laughs> we're here. You've arrived. That's we're we're right. here. No, we are the pinnacle of Christian podcasts. <laughs> here I am. This is as good as it gets, guys. Welcome to the middle. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the middle. <laughs> <laughs> exact Today, center. This is, this exact is center. It right here. I know. Right. <laughs> no, we, uh, th- this is, yeah, I think we're, we're kind of nodding to each other. Like, yeah, this is definitely a part one of part uh, of two. Um, 
So part of why we wanted to do this is so you as a listener can get a good view of what the Enneagram is. And yes, it, it certainly there's a lot of great resources out there mm-hmm. uh, that are helpful. You mentioned the Road Back to You as well as the Enneagram Institute, which are great. Um, in the next episode, we're going to tackle um, who are the famous uh, people who embody these types. Uh, also, we'll talk about famous literary characters, mm. uh, fictional ones. Um, and also authors, perhaps, too, of what there are. So I think it'll be interesting. Uh, we, we, this is an area we've kind of glanced through, but we've not prepared for in a, in a sense of like, man, we know exactly who these people are. I think it'll be fun kind of looking at those. So, so, this, so definitely listen to this and then to the next one, and it'll be fun. But there cool. you go. All right. There we yeah. go. Well, um, Sucker punch note. time? I think it's sucker punch sucker time. Sucker punch time. Yeah. So, <laughs> Janae's like, uh, really so Janae, every episode, <laughs> every episode, <laughs> we have a running set. We have two running segments that we that we end every episode with. One is the Jack Reacher Sucker Punch of the Week, okay. named after the Lee Child character. Um, the story about that was that he wrote the books as a, as a kind of catharsis um, for yeah. a boss that he hated. Yeah, he had a boss that he wanted to punch right oh. in his stupid face, um, and so so he wrote about a guy who beats people up. Good, for, so healthy. Yes, very better, unhealthy. It's better than type. actually doing it. Definitely better <laughs> than punching your boss. That's true. And yes. it got him out of that job because he has now sold bazillions yeah. of copies. That's, that's right. A, that's a that's math, right. That's a mathematical swimming figure. in cash. That's right. He's Lee gonna Kyle. he can make it rain. And that's great. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That one. I don't know. Not, not even responding. But Janae, do you have your sucker punch ready for us? Who do you got? Oh, I think so. Thanks. Mine's right. kind of general. Okay. I didn't that's know okay. I was going to go first. Ooh, that's okay. Man. Yeah, that's okay. okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's fun. You're on the spot. Well, if we're talking about the Enneagram, here we are. Um, I thought my sucker punch could be those people it's a general group of people. Those, Those people. people that Those. kind of use. <laughs> Those guys over there. I yeah. like, that's that's a strong start. Like if you're going to really rip on somebody starting with those people is a good start. Oh, dear. Well done. Rewind. Nope. Okay. Nope. Keep going. Those all right, people. All right. That was just a pause. All right. Those people that kind of use an Enneagram, the Enneagram as a weapon towards people or they mm. stereotype people too much. They're like, oh, you're a five. Like, oh, that's such a five thing to do. Obviously, we're doing it in a humorous way. But that kind of, I think that turns people off Such towards five, discovering Aaron. what the Enneagram really right, is. Because we were giving number four what kind I of am. fun grief, the fact that they don't want to talk about Like, I know, I don't like it too. I'm like, oh, you're acting sure. like this. Like, and no one wants to hear it. Like, so oh, you're doing that because you're a three. The, uh, like, no one yeah. wants to really hear See, that. See, I've never, I've never judged someone by a number and said, man, you're acting like a, like a 37. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's because there isn't one of well. those. Aaron. Sure. <laughs> Why not? But it is, it is easy to do especially for people who are kind of over the top about the enneagram yeah. to like throw the number on them and be like oh you are such a whatever or you're acting like that mm-hmm. to sort of dismiss them yeah but then you should get sucker punched as janae said that's right if and i you hope do i that, haven't you done that around the office you do that around the office <laughs> yeah next person who moves just up, periodically i'll be like hold on people. here let me get my phone ready <laughs> <laughs> here it comes that, no 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 no. that's evidence for hr <laughs> you don't want to do that yeah. it's like that for office episode where <laughs> yeah no 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 I, I i have a high interest in keeping her employed oh, yes thank you yes. Yeah. thank you i was gonna say it's like that office episode where pam's gonna punch michael and it's like a scheduled punch after the punch i just watched that episode the other day yeah after hours mm. it's a good it's been punch. a while since i've is I've, that because he went out with her mom and then yes. broke up yeah yes. more than went out with her right okay. yes. yes yes well trying to keep it <laughs> pg-11 dave, dave went there I just you know just 
you know, filling in the imagination of our listeners. Thanks yeah, there you go. for that. They, they cool. know. Great. They know. There you go. Good That's time. That's my sucker bunch. All right. Do you, uh, do you want to do That's book good. your reading too, or do you want to go around sucker let's, punch? Let's you just do. Me. Let's just do the books. Yeah. Let's just do one sucker punch. One, one sucker punch is that's, enough. That's a whole yeah, group of people. So really, that's a yeah, lot of. That's, that's a, a lot. Of that's true. I said all of those people. Well done. Well done. All those guys. You categorically punch people here. Exactly. Dave, what are you reading? I. All right. We kind of talked about this last episode with Daniel, but. Um. Uh, I think I've referenced uh, Emotional Intelligence, the book, many times without actually having read it. So I am, I am that guilty person. Because it's also one of those, it's kind of, kind of like start with why. You kind of know what it is which, by reading a sentence Is or this two. like a Daniel Kahneman book or which one is it? I knew you were going to say who it is. No. Uh, author's name is 321 Travis Bradbury. Okay. Um, and it's a lot of research. It's it's It's... I mean, I'm only a third of the way into it, but I just figured, you know what? You kind of well, if it's a leadership book, that means you've covered all of the principles, not, no. and you can stop now. It's Sorry. not a leadership book. I mean, it's it's like Malcolm Gladwell with more research. You okay. know, that's the way it is. It's cool. it's really interesting, you know, and and the whole point of just so you're I, not reading IQ the Kim versus, Scott one. No, look at the Travis Brammer oh. one. Oh, the two point oh one. Ah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Mm. Yes, but um, did you guys get assigned to that one? No, no, okay. no, I didn't. Oh. no. It's just it's referenced so often. You think, okay, you know, they say, what's your IQ? What's your EQ? It's become more of mm-hmm. common language, and at least in business, it's basically how well you get along with people. I mean, that's kind of like if I were to sum it up, that's what it is. But I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It's are you an empathetic person or not? That's emo- yes. like emotional and, and intelligence. How valuable in a is that? Yeah. It, how valuable is that to society of yeah. you being that way? And they're talking about you know just. I, I mean, you know, it is uh, people with high IQs can do <laughs> stupid things, right? Um, people, and how? Yes, that, yeah, oh, they got have. a country run yeah. by people with high IQs. Okay, so. wow, Vegas. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. Great time Big, to the next bigliest, episode. bigliest <laughs> IQs. So, so there's mine. Okay, <laughs> well done. Uh, I am. I just finished um, Lynn Anger's book. Oh, good. Life Anger's brother. Did you do? Was it the undiscovered country that you did? Or I'm, was I'm it? working on that one. I finished or high, the high divide. divide. Okay, good. And he writes really differently than his brother does. Yes, he does. I like it. It's yeah. He's a lot more sort of bleak and dark. Um, yep. yep. And not really happy ending ish. Yeah. Like it's it's a satisfying ending, but it's not a like warm hugs for everybody kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, just it's just a it. So it's set in. The western part of Minnesota and then the Dakotas. This book was set in uh, like 1880s maybe. Yeah. Kind of post. Something like that. And so it's it's sort of settler. It's kind of a settler-esque frontier story. But you really get the feel from his style of writing, like how bleak and cold and dreary the plains mm-hmm. are and the characters are. And it's really good. Yeah. I, he's – I can understand why he hasn't had the success his brothers had, but it's a really good book. Yeah. So, High it's, Divide it's done well, by though. Lynn Anger. Yeah. It's L- a good book. L-I-N. 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 Yes. It's really good. Yeah. I I read both that and uh, Undiscovered Country over Christmas. I just started Undiscovered Country. Excellent. Excellent. So, you'll like that one. All right. All right, Janae. Okay, um, I am currently reading a book. I just started it, so I'm not very far in, but um, it's called um, Same Kind of Different as Me. Oh, that's oh there you go. So I'm excited. I just, great, great just started that one, mm-hmm. and then I'd finish one that might be one of my favorite books I read 
so far this year. It's called Where the Crawdads Sing by Dahlia mm. Owens. Mm. And it's kind of a murder mystery about, um, it takes place in the 1960s, and it's about kind of the marsh people group and the poverty in the marsh mm. country in the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. Um, so you learn a lot about that through the narrative, but it's a super compelling story and has mm-hmm. some romance and like funny stuff that happens but also it's just kind of like mm-hmm. a, yeah. a dive into what the marsh life is like which is a yeah. you know I'm from Kentucky so when I read like Hillbilly Elegy that was kind of a people group I was more familiar with and a type of poverty I was more familiar mm-hmm. with but this mm-hmm. is maybe the Carolinas version of that that I had no idea existed so cool super good book that's and awesome I loved it. very cool that's awesome all right here's mine um, I am reading the secret diary of Hendrik Grun. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Yep. There we go. 83 and a quarter years old. It is, that's the full title. Um, it is It is written in the style of, a, of diary entries for each day. And um, it is, it's an old man in a, in a nursing home is in it fictional? Holland. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if this was like a real 83 and a quarter year old man writing stuff. No, but it feels, it, it, it feels very authentic. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty quirky. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, is it f- like is it funny? Is it heartfelt? Is it all of the above? A little bit of both. So okay. if you liked um, uh, Man Called Uva, is similar in feel, not uh, different. It's so far it's less um, less cheeky than that one, but it's but it's a good time, and I'm enjoying it a lot. So so yeah, um, it uh, it reminded me of your aspirations to be to be a crotchety old man. I'm working on it. Yep. Every day I'm getting closer. There you go. There you go. So, Like a good number eight you are. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, that takes care of part one. Of our I didn't even have to say it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That that's that's right. right. Janae, su- Janae Sucker fact. punched yeah. you with her look. She looked at you and it was yeah. like, I heard it. Yeah. Like, she, she sucker punched you in her heart. Didn't we just talk about this? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we been over this, Dave? Yep, Don't be right. Lady Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't act like for so many oh reasons. That's what we say so much. All right. So, uh, Janae, thanks for joining us for part one Thank of this discussion. Thank you for having me. And, so fun. And we will continue uh, with part two um, for us in just a few minutes after we get out of this stinking hot oh room. It's so, so hot. hot. All right. But uh, in the meantime, uh, you can... Um, uh, you can give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes as soon as you are done listening to this episode, um, or at least the first two and a half minutes of it. And, um, uh, yeah, and uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later. This is an Area Code podcast.